Happy World Kindness Day. Did you know that was even a holiday? I didn't until this last week and when my wife <laughs> revealed it to me. So I put out a podcast about it today. However, I thought I would put out another one right now because I was lucky enough to be able to do a podcast with Joe from Mojo Studio, mojo.studio, M-O-J-O-E.studio. And uh, we did a whole live cast on World Kindness Day. So I thought, I'm just going to, I'm not editing it all. I'm not, I'm just going to put it out as a bonus podcast. But kindness is uh, B-A. It's a bad ace. It's a, but except I use the real word uh, at about four minutes, almost five minutes in. <laughs> so just be prepared for that. Minus whatever this length of this introduction is. Add that on to four minutes and 40 seconds. And that's where I use the word B-A. After that, I just kept calling it bad ace. And you'll know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> Joe had some great things to say in there. Kindness is, it's a bad ace. It's, it's, uh, it'll change your life. It'll help you health wise. Um, anyway, I'm not going to talk anymore about it because we've already talked long enough on the podcast as it is, but I wanted to put this bonus podcast out without editing it. I'm just going to put it out straight, put it out raw, even without our intro or outro, just as a bonus episode for world kindness day. Enjoy. Right on. We are live. So this is a very special episode, in fact, episode number one of the Modern Day Nerds. Some of you might, <laughs> some, of you, some of you might have tuned in for Modern Day Alchemist. And as Steve O pointed out before we went live, the only difference between Modern Day Nerds and Modern Day Alchemists is that we don't have Kristen Brown. Kristen Brown, yes, saved. sir. She's the one that makes us legit. She's the <laughs> one. Right. That, she That's makes right. a nerd alchemist. We just follow our coattails. We just uh, go throw the questions out there, let her answer them. Then we just kind of nod our heads, like, "Yeah, that's what I was going to say." <laughs> yeah. So we're we're flying uh, we're flying without the anchor today, which is awesome. So uh, Steve and I, for those of you who haven't met us both uh, before, we've been friends since our actual nerd days, not that we're not nerds anymore, but uh, back in the college days, D-A-Z-E, I met Steve-O out in yeah. Minneapolis. Uh, at, at Steve-O a- Hayes, H-A-Z-E. <laughs> right, exactly. My first impression of Steve-O was seeing this guy, tall, skinny, lanky, hair up into a uh, straight up alfalfa hair, right? Yeah, greased down, Wearing, little thing in the back. Wearing a hey, th- thank you, Doctor Fashion, for joining in. Nice to have you here. Uh, you always bring a great energy. It's good to see you, DK. Uh, and so, Stevo, my first impression, Stevo, I'm a, I'm a freshman in college. I think Stevo's a sophomore or junior. He was like in his fourth out of ten years of college. I think I'm not exactly sure. I'm just making this up as I go. But I meet Stevo for the first time. He's got his hair up in the alfalfa, straight up, and he's wearing a a lime green leisure suit that's about two sizes too small that's why arm, my color right there his, yeah. his arms are hanging out his legs are hanging out super high waters he's got these black leprechaun shoes on and he is just he's full-on out there right he's he's I'm doing anything and everything to I'm make people there. <laughs> to make people laugh and and of course i was drawn to that i'm like this guy this guy's got no reservations about doing anything and everything just to bring happy into a into a any crowd, right? And we we were kind of in a small, uh, non-competitive school that, although we had sports, we never were really good at them. And so Stevo and his group of nerds would dress up, and they would pretty much overpower the cheerleaders and just do these crazy things in the crowd. And so we were actually having a good time, but we weren't even watching the game. It was a blast. So I, uh, it wasn't very long before I reached out to Stevo and said, 
hey man, I, I don't know what's going on there, but I got to be a part of this, right? I, I'm I'm wired to to be the nerd, <laughs> like you guys, and they adopted me into the to the group. So hey, the only difference between you and me, honestly, in that story, is I was just a couple years older than you. If right. the roles were reversed and you're a couple years older than me, and I showed up, I would have been looking at you going. Man, I got to get to know that guy. That that was our goal. We just somehow I wanted to make every person on that campus. It was a smaller campus, you know, a thousand people. So so it's a little more doable. But I wanted to somehow before I graduated, somehow touch, make every person on that campus a better person, help, help them laugh, if nothing right. else. And so we dress up all the time. And and, uh, and that's when you and I hit it off. You started dressing up like a nerd with us. And you were definitely... Yeah. A classic. And then you had to leave early, like a jerk. Right. You just stuck around. <laughs> yep. Yes, yeah, so my outfit, actually, I found down in the basement uh, in the archives, there were these old warm-ups from the basketball team oh, from, man. who knows, 20, yeah. 20, 30 years before. They were supposed to be bright red, but uh, through the course of watching it, they kind of became bright pink, almost a, a day-glow pink. And they had this fringe hanging off the, the arms and the legs that was yeah. light yeah. blue and white and had this big old Indian chief across the front. And so I, you know, I just show up at that thing and people are laughing already and, and I figured mission accomplished, right? Mission accomplished. Right. Uh, but what brings Steve and I together today is a, what I would call one of the best kept secrets uh, in Seriously. terms of national holidays. Yeah. In yeah. fact, Steve brought this to my attention today and I'd never heard of it. And it actually bothers me that I'd never heard of it. Right. And this is, believe it or not, November 13th, which is today, uh, 2023, is an annual holiday that nobody has heard of. And it's actually National Kindness Day. It's actually been and around for 25 years. It's been going no on the 25th anniversary this year. Yeah. I never, you know, we're the, we call ourselves the official podcast of the holidays. And I didn't even know about it. And then I had my podcast all ready to go for this week. And I went to go pick my wife up from work. And uh, she said, did you know that Monday is World Kindness Day? I was like, what? Yeah, I've never heard of it either. And uh, so, yeah, let's talk about it, man. Kindness it's is not, a, yeah. it's a badass. I'm seriously, kindness is, well, I'm sorry. It's a badass. <laughs> Good use of words. Yeah. Good use of words. That's awesome. Well, I, because I was so curious and I'm so, um, I mean, kindness is one of those words that it doesn't matter what your belief system is, or your age, your socioeconomic status it doesn't matter how you label yourself or your right. tribe. Kindness supersedes all of that, right? Kindness is one of these things that the, the world needs no matter who or where you are. Uh, I love that Sean Ha Walker added, kindness is a badass with a lot of smiles and happiness. Sir, that's absolutely no, great. No, ace, Bad ace. That's ace, what I, ace, that's what I meant to say. I don't know why that word came out. But I meant <laughs> right, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, man. I used to think of – I used to think of – um kindness as the 98 pound weakling you know it's like right. oh when you say something oh isn't that kind isn't she sweet he's right. so nice and kindness yeah. and niceness are not the same thing kindness okay, let's go like right there the Rock yeah. Johnson. yeah yeah please let's let's dig into that right there that's so yeah. important and I, i've got something to add but i want to hear you too so explain from your vantage point steve-o why kindness and niceness are not the same and why they shouldn't be interchanged because people do that all the time Kindness, what it does for your body, it's unbelievable. Kindness, um, um, I, I'm going to open up my notes over here in case I want to get more specific, but I just started doing, it didn't take me long. I just started doing um, a little bit of research on kindness and I was, I was blown away. I'm like, this isn't just some nice, I'm like, how come I haven't talked about this? I mean, I've been doing a podcast now for what, 10 years. I've never really talked about kindness on its own because I always pictured it being a little chihuahua, but it's like a great Dane, you know, it's like, 
So kindness, it actually, when you are kind, there are so many stats out there. That, I mean, just go search it online and you'll be like, what? I need to be kind because kindness releases in a nutshell. Basically, we could talk about this forever, but kindness releases endorphins, serotonin and oxytocin. And um, and these things, what they do for your body, just think a couple things off the top of my head. They release blood. Uh, they re, they um, help blood pressure. Uh, they help stop stroke, dementia, heart disease. Um, oxytocin is known as the happy hormone. The right? cuddle, the cuddle, the cuddle right? hormone. Yep, yep, yeah, that's another term for it. Uh, serotonins they they help you digest better. They help you sleep better. They help when you're kindness. They actually did a survey with older people, not older people like us, you know, people a couple of years younger, but um, they did a survey with <laughs> old people and found that those that were kind that did acts of kindness. It did as much for them to lower their blood pressure, almost as much as getting a brand new blood pressure medication. It was mm-hmm. the numbers were right side by side each other. I mean, it's crazy what kindness does. And you know what I think? I think that, man, it just feels like all the media and social media out there. And if you listen to our, our podcast, maybe you are like, Steve, get off it already. But I'm like, I can't get off it. We They have set the rules and it's like they tend to highlight the posts that separate people, that make people angry, that make people, but man, if we started highlighting uh, in my podcast, I talk about, uh, I used a a clip from Mr. Rogers and he said this line about, you know, it always talks about whenever a tragedy happens, look for the helpers. His mom taught him that. And he says, you know, if the media would just, when there's a tragedy that they're reporting on, if they would also report on what's going on, the good stuff, the helpers, the, I mean, if we would start highlighting all we see is the stuff that's negative, but we don't see the stuff that people are doing. Not, so even on World Kindness Day, one thing that we can do is maybe you're not feeling like you want to be kind. Maybe you're like, forget it. I'm having a bad day, a bad year, a bad life. Right? I'm stressed out. I want to be kind. But even if we just pay attention to people that are kind around us, it will change our entire perspective. I mean, kindness, it's a bad ace. I mean, kindness is, it's its unbelievable. It's, it's not just some sweet little, nice little thing, you know. Yeah, so I'd, I'd like to help um, dig in a little bit more on this this difference between nice and kind. <clears throat> and you're right; there's sort of a general feeling that um, kindness and niceness are the same thing, and that somehow they're wimpy. And I love the fact that you said, uh, believe it or not, kindness is is the bad ace. It's not the the wimpiness. Niceness actually can be that because niceness often is saying or doing what I think others want me to say or do because it's the nice thing to do, whether or not I believe it, whether or not I even think it's true. It really, it really sinks into a codependent people pleasing type of thing. But I didn't understand this for a lot of my life. In fact, I, I, I put a high priority on always being nice because I didn't understand this difference between nice and kind until I got married. And here's my wife. And she's like, Many, I can't tell you how many times, especially the early years of my marriage, I've been married 25 years now, but the first few years of marriage, she would say, Joe, what you're saying is really nice, but it's not kind. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Why would you say that? She says, you're telling me what you think I want to hear, but that's not what you really think, right? That's not what you're really feeling. She's very intuitive. And I'm like, no, she says, well, kindness always tells the truth and kindness, it, it doesn't have to be harsh, but it does have to be true because what, what you're saying, and this, this is my interpretation of what she taught me over these years, what you're saying 
is nice and it's going to avoid conflict. And, it may, and yes, it makes me feel good that you agree with me. However, if that's not what you truly think or it's not what you truly believe, then what you're saying is you don't trust me with your feelings. You don't trust wow. me being honest wow. with what you really feel, right? And this boy, I'm like, of course, I'm going to defend myself. That's not true. And don't tell me that. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it is true. And so it starts to sink in that always being the nice guy, which which I was my entire life. Or Here's another way where it played out. In high school, I had some very attractive girls say, Joe, you're the kind of guy that I would marry, but I would never date. Wow. <laughs> it's like, what? Wow. And the fact that I said that out loud was both <laughs> both a gift and, and a dagger. You did that in time. front of all your other guy friends around, no, too. No, no just bigly. It was just right. Yeah, you're the kind of guy I'd love to marry, but I, I would never date. I'm like, well, great. Then I'm, I'm screwed, right? What do they mean by that? Because you're yeah, nice? Yeah, I think it's because I always put, had the happy face, always, um, you know, very optimistic and nice, right? But there's something in all of us that doesn't want just want just nice. They want... They want the truth, even when it's when it hurts, when it stings, right? Yeah. And nice niceness will never sting anybody, but also won't ever fix anything, right? Ooh, that's what that's I'm learning. Because nice is avoiding conflict, and kindness, right? Kindness is is much more robust, like you're talking about. Kindness says, "What I'm about to say to you, you don't want to hear, but because I care about you, yeah, I need to bring to your attention a blind spot or something that you're in denial about." That's what my wife, that's the gift that my wife was giving me, right? Yeah. And so it, it brings up this verse that you and I have talked about many times uh, out of the Bible, Steve, that faithful are the wounds of a friend. A friend. Faithful yeah. are the wounds of a friend. Yeah. Wow. And then it goes on to say, by the way, uh, people who don't care for you offer lots of kisses, yeah. right? So kindness is offering kisses all the time to keep you happy. No, and nice. Kindness, you uh, niceness, nice, niceness, right? Yeah. Niceness, exactly right. But kindness will actually say the hard thing. Not in a demeaning way, not in a disrespectful way, but we'll speak the truth in love. That's another Bible verse. Speak the truth in love. And all three of those things are required. Speak, gets it out of your head, the truth, which can be hard to hear yeah. in love because it's for what's best for the other person. Yeah. That's that's the power of kindness. Yeah. It cracks me up how many people, I, I'm like, like, I read their post and I go, you know what? I agree with what you're saying, but are you really trying to change the world? Are you really trying to get people on board with you? Because just because you're saying the truth, it's the truth and love that we're supposed to speak. Right. right and I'm right. like, if you want to, if you want people to pay attention to your post, if you want people to listen to your truth and what you're trying to share, then try using a little kindness. But when you take the truth and put it on the end of a two by four and smack people with it, right. why should we expect them to ever get behind that? Right. They're, they're right. not going to get behind that. And so kindness, man, it, it not only makes the person feel better, it makes us feel better, you know, when we're kind. Yeah. Yeah. So kindness to me is almost reminds me of the old Mary Poppins song, just a spoonful of sugar helps right. the medicine go down. Right. Yep. Because the speaking the truth and love means I'm going to tell you something that's going to be hard for you to hear, but I'm doing it with the sugar, with the love. I'm not using it. Like I said, I'm not using the truth as a weapon anymore. I'm using it as uh, a point of correction. So the, the other illustration that comes to mind is like a scalpel, right? I can use a scalpel to kill, poke your eye out, or I can use a scalpel scalpel to cut out an area of your yeah. life that is infected good, and bring yeah. healing, right? Yeah. So our words, and I think the scalpel really is our words, our words and our intentions, because words are so powerful, way more than we often give them credit for. 
and words can be used for construction or destruction. Yeah. And it really depends right. on whether you deliver it with love, yeah. with kindness. Yeah. And I think it's awesome that it's on November 13th because I think it leads into the holidays beautifully, right? I mean, all the holidays, they're about kindness. Halloween wouldn't work, even though Halloween, you know, a lot of people, you know, you talk, there's a lot of death and scary stuff on Halloween, but it would never work if there wasn't kindness. Someone comes to your door looking for candy. I mean, do you get more kind, more kind than that? You know, all the major holidays are about strangers. Yeah, strangers right. come to your door and you yeah, give them exactly. gifts. Yeah. Oh, look how cool you look. And, right. you know, and you're giving candy away. The holidays, Christmas. What what reason why Christmas is such a huge holiday? Uh, it's not just the gifts, but it's the kindness that the gifts represent. It's the baby Jesus comes to earth as a little baby, right? God comes to earth as a baby and it's just such a warm thing. But kindness does, it's like meekness. It does not mean weakness, right? right. Kindness is a bad ace. I mean, like Sean said, it, it's kindness is serious, but it's not some roll over kind of, you know, and I like, I, I read, a, I read a definition of a kindness is, and it says when you do a nice act, um, oh, this is it here. Um, I think I got this off of kindness is everything.com, mm. but the, it says, it. isn't that a great website? Yes. They said kindness is a type of behavior marked by acts of generosity, consideration, rendering assistance or concern for others without expecting praise or reward in return. That's Read it kindness. again. I mean, it's so I'm good. Read, it, read that again, Steve. Read okay. it again. Kindness is a type of behavior marked by acts of generosity, consideration, rendering assistance or concern for others without expecting praise or reward in return. Yeah. When you now go when that. you do kindness to get kindness back, I mean that's gonna happen because you harvest what you plant, right? Sure. The Bible says you reap what you sow. Okay. Right. So if you want kindness, then give kindness. But if I'm given kindness to get kindness, that's not kindness. That's more like manipulation in my opinion. Like now I'm looking at how you respond to me. But kindness just says, I'm just gonna be good to you. I'm just going to help you. I'm just going to be kind to you just because you're a human, because you deserve it, because, you know, and I think we started living our life by kindness. You want to talk about disease going away and pain going away. It it actually, these serotonin, the oxytocin and the endorphin, they, they help, they help relieve pain in our body, you know, and we love to take all these pills, right, to help us feel better. But what if I could offer you a pill that would decrease heart attack, heart disease, right? Help your blood pressure get better. It even helps you lose belly fat. I mean, if all the things that kindness could do, if I could offer that in a pill, I would be billionaire, right? Because everyone will buy that, but it's free. It's free. We just got to stop listening to those that have put all the stuff out that try to tell us, hey, if you want to get follows, you have to be mean or you have to be a jerk or listen, I don't want, they can set the rules. I would rather be unpopular on social media and live by kindness and be happy, right? Then do what they say. Just because someone laid out the rules doesn't mean you know we have to do it. But I just think kindness is such a is such an amazing trait. It's it's serious, man. It's it's strong, right? It's It'll strong, yes, and change people strong. around. Yeah, I there was a post on uh, Spaces or Twitter or X or something uh, a while back that said if you could lay down one law for the entire world, uh, what law would that be? Right. If you could establish one law and I just said, be kind, right? If you could be, if we would all uh, obey yeah. that law, be yeah. kind, uh, also scriptural, be kind one to another. 
forgiving one another, even as you've been forgiven, right? That um, kindness, it, it, it's, it's one of these really powerful words because it's simple, but it's not easy. And you know you've really got something valuable that when it's simple, but it's not easy because kindness requires, as you said, me being willing to trust the process enough to say, if I give away kindness, even to people who don't deserve it or to people who can't give it back to me, yeah. I know that God, source, universe, that it will come back there. You talked about the law of sowing and reaping. There's also, for those who don't go the biblical route, say the, the law of reciprocity. It's a, one of the universal laws of the way our universe works. Yeah. But I love how you, I love how you distinguished between if I give to get, there's still a selfish motive there. Right. Right. Now, I it, it works. I, whatever I give, I do receive. It still works. But I think this is this is a great distinction because as you and I and almost everybody I know has been taught since we were little, it's better to give than to receive. Right. Why? But why? Why is it better to give to, than to receive? And you touched on it really clearly because when I give, I'm actually receiving in the act of giving. I'm receiving yeah. the right. serotonin, the oxytonin, right. all of the joy of being able to do something to help somebody is before there's every before anything comes back, I'm already in a great place, right? So I'm I'm already receiving in the act of giving, and then the law of reciprocity, sowing and reaping, comes back to me. Maybe not from that person, maybe not in that moment, but eventually I get blessed as well. So I actually get blessed twice. I get yeah. blessed in the act of giving, and then I get blessed in the act of receiving. So that's why it's better to give than to receive. Yeah. So I make this distinction all the time. I say, I can give to get, and I will, or I can get to give. And this mm. is where I flip the words around and I say, giving is actually a privilege. It's an honor. It's fact, wow. it's one of the most fulfilling, thing, fulfilling things we can do as humans. It's in the giving that we're living. That This is both a Rick Olson and a Tony Robbins. And you know who Rick is, not everybody else does, but everybody knows Tony Robbins. He says the secret to living is giving. And, he's and he knows what, what we're saying right here is that the act of giving itself is fulfilling. It's purposeful. It gives us a reason to be yeah. here, to be alive. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's well said. Yay. Yay. All right. I, I did do this. I, you taught me how to do <laughs> right. this. Right? Well said. I mean, my wife, I came downstairs yesterday to my wife, and I wish I would have seen this before I put out my podcast. It was already done by then. But I came downstairs yesterday, and she was watching a video. Oh, like, <laughs> I want to cry talking about it. Love it. When you were just talking a minute ago, I had all this emotion coming up. I just felt like, man, this is, I mean, I'm feeling it right now, right? Just talking about kindness. Yeah, right. And when I, and by the way, I can't put any comments on for some reason. It's not let me put it. So that's okay. why I'm not replying to any of you guys out there. I'm sorry. I can't, it's not letting me do it on this platform, but we'll get that figured out. Anyway, my, I came downstairs. My wife was watching a YouTube video of this famous YouTuber. I don't even know who it is because... I, I'm not right, but he was a famous YouTuber and the video he, in the video, he, he talked about how he was having a crappy day. He was having a horrible day and he saw a video of someone else doing this. So he thought he'd try it. So he said it was a terrible day, been going through a lot of junk, but he just started going on all these people that were streaming on YouTube. Now this guy has got like millions, tens of millions of, of followers, right? Of subscribers, that's a serious deal, right? So when he shows up to someplace in the YouTube community, well, he would go online and find all the streamers that had three three views, you know, streamers who have like 20 views, people watching, you know, and he'd show up 
And then he would just donate a hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. He he would these guys were like playing drums, and he would stop just playing drums. Like what, what? what and he just went from person to person. He wouldn't stick around too long. At least in the video, maybe he had it edited, but he would he would give them money. He would say something kind to of them, and then he'd move on to another. And by the end of his video, dude, he wasn't doing crap anymore. I mean, he had this big old smile on his face. He was laughing, and I think sometimes when we're when we're full stressed out, we want to hunker down. We want to pull into ourselves and protect ourselves from all the bad people and all the bad comments. But I think the opposite, I don't know what you think, uh, what you think, Joe, but I think the opposite has to happen. Like when we're feeling attacked, when we're feeling like crappy, when we're feeling it's time to open up and just be kind, not because they yeah. deserve it because we don't deserve it either. I mean, we're, we're all right. doing things, right. But we always sure. want people to give us a break. Right. But just when you're feeling down, the best thing that you can do, because Kindness is a bad ace. I mean, kindness is un, it's 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 strong. It is strong, right? Powerful. You never hear that growing up as a boy. Like, be kind because that's strong. You know, never let them see you cry. That's where we talk about that stuff instead. But anyway, I'm I'm really going off on this right here. But I think the best thing that we can do is be kind to somebody and watch how that crappy day turns into a happy day. Yeah. Wow. So good. Yeah. So it's just amazing to me how our psyche. Uh, doesn't always tell us the truth. In fact, many times it tells us the opposite of the truth. So as I was hearing you talk about this very powerful, influential, rich person who's just finding people that have no followers, no influence, and probably no self-esteem as a result, and he drops in, gives them a hundred bucks, or just the fact that he showed up on their channel is yeah. it's going to make their day, right? Because it's a, a well-known celebrity. Cool. But so he he was tapping into the secret of knowing that if I give kindness away, I don't run out. And I think our psyche is telling us this lie. That, that is so good. Can you yeah. just tag him out again? Yeah. Well, just, just think about this and, and see it. I'm exposing this lie that goes on inside my own head is that I think kindness is a, a bucket full of something. And that as I pour it out, I've got less kindness. Doesn't work that way. Mm. Kindness is a fountain. The more I give, the more I get, it, it actually wow. bubbles up from within. Right. Wow. And it's, it's so, it's like, this, the zero sum game says that there's one winner, there's one loser, and the more I give away, the less I have. Right. But kindness is not a zero sum game. Kindness right. is an infinite game. And I'm using words of Simon Sinek now, who if you haven't read the infinite game, it's well worth reading. But he says, kindness, love, relationships, it, as soon as we put them into a win-lose situation, a zero sum game, everybody loses. But kindness and relationships, and he would even say business, is an infinite game which means the more I give, the more I receive. And if and it doesn't take long to get past that mindset that says, well, I got to hoard what I have because I don't know if I'm going to get any more. And I start eat, I, just like eat, giving it out a little bit at a time. And I realized, oh, that felt really good. Well, that was awesome. Right. Not, be, not because somebody said thank you or attaboy or, or I changed somebody's life, but because just the act of giving is like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to run out, right? Yeah. This, isn't, this isn't a finite amount of kindness. Kindness is everywhere in all abundance. And in fact, the more I give, the more it comes out of me. It's such a great illustration. You know, you got a full bucket, but you're afraid of pouring it out because you're going to lose some. But I could make, take the, let's take it even further. Sure. I don't have a bucket of kindness. I'm feeling crappy or I'm stressed out or I don't know what's going to happen next or people have been very mean to me or I'm just feeling not very self-confident. You know, we talked at NBA the last couple of weeks about having self-confidence and I would really, um, and self-love, self-worth, I would really suggest that you guys go check those out. I will try to leave a link on my, on my page too, but they're really good talking about that, right? 
but it's important that we have self-love, but sometimes we don't, we got it. We don't have a bucket full. Our bucket's empty. We've got a little shot glass. We've got a little thimble. That's all we've got. So like, if that's all the kindness I have, if that's all the self-worth, self-value that I feel about myself, I better hold on to it. Right. Because we're trained once you give it out and never go, but it's, you start with a thimble full of kindness and you just do one kind act. Next thing you know, you got a shot glass full and you give that out. Next thing you know, you got a, a glass full, a coffee cup full. Then you got a glass full. Then you got a water bottle. Then you got a bucket. Then you got a five gallon bucket. Pretty soon you're drowning in this happy, in this kindness, in this happy hormone, in this, in this, give what little bit you have away in kindness, whether it's through money, whether it's through your talents, whether it's through words of encouragement, but you don't have to be a famous YouTuber to go online and say something kind about somebody, find a post where someone, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, what are your thoughts? I just. Yeah. So what comes into mind, mind as you're talking about that is, is this another um, lie in my head? And that is hmm. if I get X, Y, Z, then I can give X, Y, Z. Right. right. That I if need I to had get money, certain... I'd give it away. Yeah. If right. I just, I just would love to get some money so I could just give it away. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. If I were rich, I'd be generous. If I were, yeah you know, famous, then I would be an influencer. I would, I would influence people for good. Right. But that's, that's such a limiting belief, right? Because the truth is what we do with little is what we'll do with much. And this is also a biblical principle too, right? So if I'm not generous with what little I have, the chances of me being generous when I get it's not gonna happen. rich, right. It's not because it's a, it's a character. It's, it's an identity. It's who I am. It's not and what plus I have. We're also waiting until we're waiting until something happens. And all this time that goes between we get, when we get rich or when we get happy or when we, all that time is wasted. We could have used that time to give to people and to, I'm sorry, you got me excited there, Joe. Keep That's going. Right. <laughs> well, well, not, not only is the time wasted in a sense, and I don't think time is ever wasted because you learn something along the way that was worthwhile, but but I do think that you can accelerate the process of whatever those goals, those lofty goals, those things that you really want, especially when they're noble goals of you know being generous and uh, being a, a philanthropist and wanting to really make a difference in the world. But if we're waiting for some sort of plateau to reach before we do that, it's not right. that the time is, is wasted, but it's we've we've slowed down the process. It's not lived it, like it could have been lived. Right. right. And, and we can accelerate. We can actually accelerate how fast we get there by giving away what we have now. Yeah. And that this this isn't um, what's the word? It's not it's not the natural way of thinking about things. It's kind of counterintuitive. I think this is the word I'm looking for. It's counterintuitive to say, well, I only have so little. Why would I give away what I have? I need to accumulate a whole bunch before I can be generous. But it, that's just not the way it's not the way the universe yeah. has been designed. So Jesus has this great parable. And he talks about, I, I actually don't think it was a parable. I think it was an actual observation. He was standing in the back of the temple with his disciples. And a very wealthy person goes to give his alms, right, his tithes and offerings, and gives a lot of money. But the percentage of what the guy was worth was pretty small. And the guy's doing it for recognition. Hey, he's making a big deal. Look at me. I've got my big giant check from, you know, Publishers Clearinghouse. And I'm putting in the offering. And everybody's like, yay, what a great guy. And then Jesus says, but here's here's the lady that nobody's paying attention to. Look over there in the corner. There's a very poor lady. She's got two pennies. By the way, that's the only two pennies to her name. Yeah. She's not yeah. making a big deal. She doesn't want anybody to see her. In fact, she's pretty embarrassed about the fact that she has nothing. And when the offering comes by, she puts it in, but she doesn't want anybody to know. Yeah. And Jesus says, who do you think gave more? <laughs> right? Here's the question. Who gave yeah. more? 
the lady who had nothing gave nearly a hundred percent of what she had. And the person who had everything gave a tiny percentage of what he had and did it for the glory of giving. Right. And, and he says, who do you think gave more? And the disciples, thankfully they're they're catching on now to what Jesus is talking about. It's like, well, the one that gave everything she had obviously gave more in terms of percentage. And Jesus says, yeah, guess who's going to get blessed for? (laughs) Right. Right. Right? Guess guess who's going to be taken care of. And there's these stories throughout the Bible of people who have very humble had, didn't have a lot of stuff gave away what they had. And this lady in the Elisha story in the Old Testament, every time she poured out her jar, it, it kept coming, right? She kept filling yeah. her jar because she was willing to give what she had. And as a result, God, source, universe, the way that things are made, yeah. she keeps, there's there's always more to give. And it, it's just a reminder that my my brain, my ego gets in the way, gets it wrong all the time. So I have to, I have to say, shut up. That's not right. the truth. Right. <laughs> Well, and what do we say on Memorial Day, Veterans Day, when we say, when we honor these heroes, you know, we say Never all forget. give some, but some give all, right? Oh, say that again. So you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Say you know, again. the whole thing that, yeah, we, we say never forget, right? We should never forget to be kind either, right? But, and we need to remember them. But the line I'm talking about is um, almost as, almost as popular as that one that you just said, is that all give some, but some give all, mm. you know? And like, if you don't have a lot of kindness in you, but you've got money, then give money. If you don't have a lot of money, then, then give words, text somebody, do something kind for somebody, buy someone a coffee behind you. Like there's, if, if you want to, if you want, if you say stuff like, man, I wish I had a lot of money then I'd give it away. Well, rebel against that instead of waiting for, like we say stuff all the time. Like I can, I'll be happy when this is over. Well, now it's that same limiting belief. I'm not going to be happy until this is over. Well, right. we just limited ourselves to, right? So yeah. I can't wait till I have this, then I can give. Well, yeah. if you don't have what you want to give, whether it be money or time or whatever, then what? let's say, let's say you're a busy businessman, businesswoman that has, a, a, you know, doesn't have time to do anything. Well, do you have money? Then use money to, I mean, whatever you do have, comments, pat on the back, whatever. Smile, right? Smile, right? Yeah. That's huge. And so I think for World Kindness Day, um, we need to do something kind for somebody. Let's celebrate it by doing something kind for somebody. And if you don't mind, Joe, I wouldn't mind. I, I actually put out five things, five ways to be kind. Yeah, they're like great. five fingers of a helping hand. And they're just hey, go, real go slow ways. so I can type these out one at a time. Go ahead. What's right. number one? So these are five fingers to give a helping hand, five ways to be kind, five ways to celebrate World Kindness Day. Number one, they're real simple. Help at your food bank. Okay. Number two, give blood. Number three, do something nice for your neighbors, your next door ones, as well as your neighbors online, as well as your neighbors around the world. Like, you know, we used to do ding dong ditching when we were kids. Right. And, right. and uh, we would ring the doorbell and we'd split. My buddy would be in the back door. I'd be in the front door. We'd pound at the same time. We'd synchronize our watchers. We thought we were mission impossible. Right. And then we'd run. Well, do a ding dong ditch, but leave a ding dong this time. Right. Leave a gift card on their front porch. Um, you know how we used to light stuff on fire. You put it in a paper sack and then light, you know, cow poop, <laughs> yes. or whatever on fire. Not, right. I'm not, I'm not saying we. I'm like not me, but I just no, no, right. about people that right. have done that, right? Right. And they've Some done people, these pranks. Those people. So you come out and stamp out the fire. You right. But what if we ding dong ditch the opposite? What if we rang the doorbell then split because we're doing it so we don't get any attention back? But they find their favorite drink on the porch, or they find a a note that says thank you. You're an awesome neighbor. Or they, they find a favorite snack or a gift card or whatever. So do something nice for your neighbors, invite them over for snacks, coffee, 
drinks, whatever, right? Four, support your local business. Even if you don't need that product, support them anyway. Buy that product, give it away to somebody else. See if they have a gift card. Buy gift cards, give the gift cards away to even people that you necessarily don't know. Leave them on the ground somewhere, you know? And someone finds it and get, like, even when you find something that you would normally use, but you find it and it's on the ground, you're like, what is this? Awesome. I'm just going to have to go buy that, right? And then donate, just donate, just give, whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's talent, whatever. We talked about a little bit last week in the Veterans Day podcast. We talked about that too. These, these, a lot of these veterans need someone to come in and help them fix their homes. They need, so those are ways that we can help on, on World Kindness Day, but all the time, just find it. You know, I, I don't know about you, Joe, but I think it's fun to find creative ways. That's why I'm a happypreneur, Right entrepreneurs find creative ways to make money to start businesses. They find creative solutions to problems. A happypreneur finds creative ways to make people happy. So what about a kindpreneur, right? Become kindpreneurs. Find, it's just so fun to find, and I know you do this, right? But it's so fun to find unique. That's why I used to dress up like a nerd, like you said, in college all the time, because I wanted to just make people laugh and make them happier. And that pays huge dividends. And so- for all the times that you dressed up like a nerd and you still get that suit, which is even more hilarious now because it yeah. fits you much worse than it did back <laughs> in the day. It bad then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see the pictures of you wearing that now and I laugh harder than I ever did. Yeah. Um, but so just to drive the point home of all the times that you went out of your way, Steve-O, to put your hair up and dress like a nerd, put on the suit and go into a crowd to do nothing but to make them laugh. Did it drain you? Did it make you feel like, oh, God, I just take everything out of me. And I, I don't know if I could do that again. Did you ever run out of happy because you were giving it away all the time? Um, let me put it this way. I was drained before I did it oftentimes. Well, I would Ooh. do summer camps and I would do sometimes I do 10 summer camps in the summer and I was drained and I didn't just go to speak at them. I went to serve at them. I went to be a counselor. If you ever tried counseling preteen kids for an entire week, that will wear you out, right? Big time. Um, yeah. So. But every first day of camp, we're like, we, we got to hit this thing running because we want to help kids. We want to make kids laugh. We want to get in kids' lives. And so my buddy and I, we would dress up like nerds. We'd dress up first day of camp, and the kids would look at us, and they'd make fun of us. And there were so many times, Sunday night, uh, we look at each other. Do we want to do it? I don't want to do it tomorrow. I don't want to do it. And there are so many times I don't want to dress. I don't want to make somebody laugh. I'm wiped out, but I will say this, and I think this is the point you're trying to get to. Yeah. I started with a thimble full of kindness. Right. I didn't have a whole lot of energy left. Um, we were wiped out. We were tired. Right. But it didn't take long before that thimbleful turned into a bucket full. I mean, mm. it did. It feeds you. Right. It'll also drain you. Being nice to people can drain you. But the good, the happy that it brings, the joy, the peace that it brings, forget about it. That's a good trade. I mean, if you can buy a Ferrari for 10 bucks, well, I'm not going to buy it because it costs me money. Yeah, but it cost me 10 bucks. Right. That's kind of <laughs> what kindness is. It's it's it costs you 10 bucks, but you're getting a Ferrari's worth of beauty, love, hope, happy. I mean, we want to be a happier world, a happier country. Well, let's start giving kindness away. We want to be a healthier country, a healthier world. Well, let's start giving kindness away. We want to have a sense of well-being. We want to start giving kindness away. That's the answer. And it's simple and it's free. It's free. <laughs> simple, but not easy because there's so many things in our culture. So the messages that we get from without, and as I've pointed out, sometimes we get from within, our voices are telling us, no, protect what you've got. Don't give it away. You're yeah. going to run out. 
or that's wimpy or whatever the voices are yeah. that sometimes we have to. So I, I call this the three eyes, three eye method. And the, the first eye is inspect. And this is true, not just of kindness, but let's keep it in this conversation. Inspect the voices that are coming to you from without and within. And even though they're telling you something and it sounds true, is it really? Inspect it. It, it is is that voice inside your head really and there's serving? nothing wrong with doing that, right? We feel bad, like, but someone says something, there's nothing wrong with checking it out. Right. It's just, it's just a matter of awareness. Ask the question. Is You don't have to ask it even out loud. Just ask yourself, is, is it true? Right? And then the next I is, if it's not, if that's a false narrative, interrupt it, right? Because hmm. once you know it's there, if you do nothing about it, it'll just be there, just be there in your awareness and keep wreaking havoc in your in your mind, in your heart, in your life. So then you have to interrupt. So if you, you get a false narrative, you get a false notion, you get messages from within or without that are telling you that kindness is wimpy or kindness is limited or kindness isn't the best way to go, or you're going to get taken advantage of or all those false narratives. You got to First, you have to be aware of them. Then you have to interrupt them. But the, the third one, the third eye is install. You have to install a new voice. You have to install a new truth okay. because the truth is, um, if you see something, even if you interrupt it, if you don't install a new pattern, then you will default back to that one because that's the only one you've been trained. Your brain has neurons. The pattern is in your brain, and, and you'll go back to that rut if you don't create new neural pathways. But the great part is that science is telling us now all the time that our brains are malleable throughout our entire life. Used to be science believed that by the time you got to 7 or 10 years old, then 98%, 90% of your brain yeah. was already in place and the rest yeah. of it, you know, good luck. <laughs> yeah. But now science is saying your brain has actually got plasticity, neuroplasticity, and you can actually train your brain and physically change. You can physically rewire the neurons in your brain with a brand new message. So you inspect to find out what's the false narrative. You interrupt that saying, no, that that's not right. That's not me. I don't, I don't believe that to be true. I know that's not true. And install a new pattern that says, I am kind and kindness is a bad ace, right? Kindness is the best policy, yeah. right? Kindness kindness isn't just about doing a nice thing for somebody so I can get something back. It's about living a life that's purposeful, meaningful, and peaceful. Okay, I can adopt that, right? So you got to inspect, interrupt, and then install, install a new pattern. And by the way, that's not a one-time thing. That's a that's a continuous cycle that we we must do throughout our lives if we really want to grow and change the way we think about things. So saying that we need to install a new program with kindness if it's difficult for us to be kind. Is that what you're you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So the science would say that through a mantra, through an affirmation, through through something that you read out loud to yourself, perhaps in the mirror, there's lots of different ways you can do this. But it's telling your brain, hey, that old story that I keep defaulting to isn't true. That's not me. That I don't believe that to be true. And here's the new me. The new me is kindness is the most important thing. That that should rule the way I think, the way I feel, the way I act. Kindness is powerful. Kindness is a bad ace. I am I am kind because the I am statements are super powerful. Your brain's yeah. your brain and your ego are saying, yeah. well, what do you believe is true about yourself? Because whatever it is, I'm going to prove you right. Yeah. Well, then you say out loud to yourself and to your loved ones, I am kind. Does that mean I'm always acting in kindness? No, but that means that my identity is I am kind. And when I fall off the wagon, I'm going back to the kindness wagon, not to there the I suck wagon. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I think one reason why it's difficult for us to be kind 
is because we live in a society, at least in America, that's consumer based. What is in it for me? Why should I do that? What are you going to give me in return? Because everything is consumer based is I give you something, you give me something back in return. Kindness says no. Kind of, you, it's no longer kindness when you do it to get something back. Kindness says I'm just going to give it to give it. So when we have that mindset, we think I'm not. it's hard for us to be kind is what I'm trying to say because that person doesn't deserve it. Because that person hurt me. Because that person's a jerk. I'm not going to be kind to them. They don't deserve it. Number one, side note, is we don't deserve it either. We're mean to people too. We we all have a lot of dirt on our fingernails. You know what I'm saying? We all have we, – we, we, exactly right. Well, or, or these big old splinters like you had. That's like the right. yard <laughs> sticking out of your hand <laughs> yeah. earlier. Check out right. his video that he did on that. But my point that I'm trying to say is, is that when we view it that way, kindness is hard for us because we think the person doesn't deserve it. You're not being kind because they deserve it. It's right. also forgiveness is the same way. You're not forgiving because they deserve it. You're not letting them off the hook when you forgive. You're not letting them off the hook when you're being kind to them. No, you're just being kind because I'm just, so it's easy. What I'm saying is for me, it's easier when I take out whether they deserve it or not. I'm talking about me right now. I'm responsible yes. for me right now. So when in doubt, I'm going to try to kind it out, right? When <laughs> I don't know what to do, I'm going to try to go down. If I got to, if I got to sometimes face, there's two or three paths of where I'm going to go next. Oftentimes, if I don't know, I, I can't make my mind, which one is more generous? Which one can I help people more with? Which one is the kinder path? Not, not just what it's going to be kinder to me, but where I can be kinder to somebody else. And when you make that, like you said, part of your DNA, when you install that program into your mind, the health benefits return, the happy benefits right. that come to you, the, the, I mean, just look online what kindness does and you'll be blown away within a matter of a couple minutes. It's unbelievable what kindness does. The pharmaceutical companies should bottle kindness because I'm not telling you what, like you said, it's a, it's a bad ace. Yeah. So uh, I've only got a couple minutes left here for this episode. And I, I think kindness is something we could and probably should talk about uh, often because it's so powerful, life changing, world changing. Yeah. It, interestingly enough, I named the episode National Kindness Day. I didn't realize that it's actually World Kindness it's Day. World is, Kindness Day. That's yeah. a much better, much way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but on the on the website that I just posted here about the good, good, good .co articles, um, it reads this. It says, between the be kind graphic t-shirts in every department store and Harry Styles crooning his signature reminder right. to treat people with kindness, mm -hmm. the concept of kindness is rather trendy in our current climate. But kindness goes beyond a fleeting trend or a singular act. It's a lifestyle yes. and a mindset shift that yes. implores us to meet the world and each other with greater empathy and justice. So this puts kindness in a whole other realm. Kindness isn't the wimpy niceness. Kindness is greater empathy and justice. Big, big, powerful terms. Kindness asks, asks us to extend our approach beyond niceties and good manners into transformative action, compassionate and intentional inclusion and empowering solutions. Kindness is a choice. I gotta say this again, this, this, this whole sentence is amazing. Kindness is a choice, a muscle we all flex and could frankly use a little more of our attention. Right. Kindness is a choice. It's a muscle that we all flex and frankly could use a little more of our attention. So then it goes on, talks about World Kindness Day and you can read the rest online. Uh, but I'm just so grateful that Steve brought this to my awareness because I didn't even know there was a kindness day. And and I've put in the chat here, and I've put it up more than once during our 
conversation that today is World Kindness Day. And I don't care what day you watch this video. I don't care if you watch it today on November 13th, 2023, or every day of your life, because today, the day that you are alive and breathing right. is World, World Kindness, Kindness Day. day. Yes. Every day, yeah, so every good. single day is yeah. World Kindness Day, if you so choose, right? It, it is a choice. Kindness is a choice. And it, it, since it's a muscle we all flex, by the way, the more you exercise kindness, the stronger that muscle gets, yeah. <laughs> so, which is what we've been trying to say all along. Yeah. Uh, but my last little thought here before I let Steve kind of give a close is um, Jesus' disciples who are always clamoring for attention and they want to be the, who's going to be the best and the, the baddest in the kingdom of God, who's going to sit on his right hand, like we all do, right? See me, Jesus, I'm over here. Am I the best? Right. Do you like me? Do you love me most? Right. And they said, you know, Teach us about the kingdom of God. What's it look like? And Jesus uses lots of illustrations. But the one that jumps out today is Jesus says, if you come across somebody, this is the kingdom of God in a nutshell. You come across somebody and they're thirsty and you give them a cup of cold water. That's what the kingdom of God looks like. And, you know, they were thinking grandiose, you know, armies and power and castles and forever blessings. And Jesus says, let me simplify this for you. You come across somebody, whether physically or metaphorically, needs a cup of cold water, which costs very little, maybe a little bit of attention, just paying attention that somebody has a need and you can meet it and you do. That is what the kingdom of God looks like. <laughs> right. That was kindness at a big, big premium right there, baby. Yeah, Steve, sure last, last thoughts before we close out here. Go be kind. Be kind. Find someone and be kind to them. You know, we 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 often look at, we analyze our life, right? Well, we should analyze our life more than we do, but we often analyze our life by the size of our bank account. It will affect our mood by the size of our bank account. Uh, We tend to compare ourselves sometimes to other people, to their vehicles or their homes or their position or, and we tend to, there's all these areas in life that we analyze. I think we need to add analyzing what kind of, what kind of person we are, Right. We should analyze our kindness factor because I promise you, we think that money is going to bring happy. But if that was true, then everyone that was rich would be happy. And we think marriage or title would be happy. But if that's the case, then everyone who's married would be happy. Everyone who has that title would be happy, right? We got to change the narrative in our own mind. Like you said, we need to install a new program in our mind. And it, in kindness, it, it releases oxytocin, which is the happy drug. And if we want to be happier in life, then we just need to up our kindness. And the good news is it really is easy. Don't be kind because someone deserves it. Just be kind because you want it, because you can. And when you're kind, the bonuses that come along with that. So happy World Kindness Day to all you guys. Way to go. Let's make it World Kindness Year, right? World Kindness Month. Let's make it a lifestyle that we live and watch all the benefits that that really that come from it, not just for us, but especially for all the other people that we're being kind to. So thank, thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we hope that helps. So good, Steve. So glad we had this conversation. Um, and just bring it to my awareness that this World Kindness Day and then having this conversation has really just reminded me of what I know to be true. And I think this is the way truth often works. It's a reminder of what we know to be true, but it gets buried under a whole bunch of other messages and filters. So you brought, we brought to the service again, the kindness isn't meekness or meekness isn't weakness. weakness. Kindness isn't, isn't uh, 
Namby Pamby is not the Chihuahua. It's the it's the Great Dane. It's the Pit yeah. Bull. It's yeah. the whatever the the best strongest dog in the house is. Right. And and that ki- kindness is simple and it's free and it has eternal rewards, relationship wise. Things that really matter most. Really, uh, kindness can cultivate a life of purpose and meaning. And and that kindness isn't just what you do. Kindness is who you are. Mm. Right? And if you feel like I'm not kind. You will tell yourself you're not kind and then you right. won't be kind. So you got to change the voice inside your head, the belief system about yourself. And it takes time and consistency. But I, I want to put this out. This, this, this definition of success came to me through hearing lots of different people teach. And it's kind of an amalgamation of many different teachers who I respect. And my version of it is that success, and let's put this in the, in the scope of be, becoming kind, right? Success is a series, a sustained series of small, simple steps in the direction of your desired destination. Success is a sustained series of small, simple steps in the direction of your desired destination. So if there's a part of you that really wants to become kind, if you you feel like I'm not really that kind, but I, I do see the benefits, I want to be kind, right? So take the series sustained series of small, simple steps. And that's just doing acts of kindness so that the acts then become more of not just what I do, but who I am that from my doing to my being. And it takes, it's, it's a process and it's not a linear process. It's going to be up and down and all over the map. And sometimes it's going to be high as a kite. And sometimes you can be dragging through the mud. But if, if the bottom line is you want to become kind, then do kind things. And the more you do them, the more you will become kind. So in fact, always... even yeah, well, I'm sorry, go ahead, finish your, no, finish no, no, please. I, I, um, I was just going to tag on what you're saying. Uh, you know, you put down here, you type in the comments, don't just do kind, be kind, but we can also take that to the next level. Once you do kind, you are kind. If you want to be kind, then do kind. Pi- kindness is so powerful that you can say, I'm not a very kind person. Well, how do you become a kind person by doing kind? And if you can just do a thimble full of kind, it's going to come back in a shot glass. And as yeah. long as you keep, pouring out that shot glass is going to turn into a cup. As long as you keep being kind, whenever it comes back, it's like a boomerang. Kindness is a boomerang. Throw it out there and watch it come back. Right. So um, it's so powerful that if we just start being kind, we will become kind. By the way, if you guys want any more of this, um, I did a a podcast. Our podcasts are fun. We threw a lot of humor in there, Uh, but I'm talking about world kindness day. Just search happy life studios, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts, they just search Happy Life Studios and you will find us and you'll find the little lime green guy on there. That's that's who we are. Um, but check out the podcast if you want even more of this. Joe, thanks for doing this with me. Um, I can't think of a better way to do kindness day. You're one of the you're you're a kind person, one of the kindest persons I know. You're not just nice. So thanks for joining me on this. I really appreciate it, bro. Love you. Love you, brother. Love you all. Um, don't just do kind, be kind, be kind, but if you're not kind, do the kind and you will be kind. Kind. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> kind, kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of, what kind of kind are you kind talking of. about? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, I say we all adopt this idea that every day is world kindness day. All right. Until next time, we are the modern day nerds. Episode Peace. number one. Yeah. See you later. Later. Why not?